And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Well, close enough. I will be pinch hitting for Brandon Rhymes today. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show. Um, Brandon has um, Ebola, I think, and uh, he's just he's just getting over it. So he's taking some shots, and I think he'll be okay. We just saw him a little earlier, and hopefully, uh, Ebola is not contagious. So we have uh, an eventful show today. We have uh, Ruth Watkins in the house. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic from GSF Mortgage Company. That's right. And I hear rumors that you have a very fancy jingle and that you're going to do a song and dance. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. You're going to do a song and dance for us? A little dance. I can't wait. That's going to be fun. (laughs) And we have Julian Borbin. That's correct. With with some great hair. Thank you. (laughs) How long did it take to get that hair going like that this morning? I don't want to make you jealous, but, uh, well, it takes bald. me two minutes. It doesn't really? Yeah. I'm bald. It takes me two minutes and I'm bald. You know, that's a, that's a tough situation. But a clean brother that's here from the uh, Children's Cancer Center. Um, I, I think out of all the uh, children's charities in the area, I may know the most about the Children's Cancer Center. and It's probably nearest and dearest to my heart. So uh, it's good to have you here. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Uh, so... Ruth, first yes. of all, um, you want me to play it now? You want me to play your jingle now? Sure. Okay. Let's play your jingle now, because I've been hearing good things about this jingle. I heard it's got a lot of funk to it. Yeah. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Baby want a loan to get themselves a home. Makes no sense to pay the rent when you would rather own. Only one place to know. Ruth Watkins and Team Go. They represent and stop the rent, because baby want a loan. Don't be like Sir Rensselot. Contact Ruth Watson. So you can hear it. Go. Oh, I can hear it. I can't hear it. You can't hear it. No. That's why I'm bouncing. I'm not bouncing for nothing. I'm like, yeah, no. To realize your Well, you should know it off by heart. Today. Ruth Watkins and Team I Go. I do. There we go. There we go. At your service. Visit TeamGoLoans.com <laughs> or call 727-856-0500 now. GSF Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS 101. Here we go. Baby want a loan to get themselves a home. Makes no sense to pay the rent when you would rather own. Only one place to know. Get him, Ruth. I can send him go. And stop the rent because baby want the loan. All right. I mean, when when Brandon asked me to come in here and talk about mortgages, I didn't expect, you know, so much energy. Yeah. But energy is a good thing. That's right. You got to have it no every doubt. time. Now, how, how long you been in the mortgage business? I hate to say this, but over 30 years. Okay, good for you. Yeah. That's not a bad thing to say in business now. Yeah. I got in in my 20s. It was something I wanted to do. Sure. Uh, I was really attracted to it, and I loved the fact that it helped somebody with the biggest thing that they do in their life. And it was very intriguing to me and I got into it and that's where I've been ever since. No doubt. And like everything else, uh, knowledge is king. I bet you have a world of knowledge in mortgages. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. A lot of stuff in there, right? right? Here. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot about football. I used to bang my heads in the people, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I can't do that anymore. So yeah. congratulations. You're still doing what you Thank love. You. That's, that's a good thing. Now, um, I bought a house about a year ago and I'll, I'll just be honest with you. As far as mortgages go, when somebody talks mortgages, it seems like it's, uh, right. it's German you yes. know, to me. It's like another language. It's really tough. It really is. And even in my, um, counsel with borrowers, I do realize that I am speaking a different language. 
So you have to dumb it down. Well, you just have to talk in more plain English to make people get it and understand. And comparisons are really important. So it's like, if you do this, this is what it looks like. And it's all about choices. So I give people options based on their scenarios so that they can make that best choice for them with full understanding. Sure. So, Well, there's a lot of things in our world that are very complicated and that I just don't understand. And I, <laughs> when I, I've asked this question before, you know, why does a gas price rise? Right. No, nobody can explain it. Can you explain why mortgage rates rise? And yeah. Alcohol? You can explain Yeah, that? I can. I, I can't. I don't have the crystal ball. Okay. But I can uh, tell you that, you know, obviously Wall Street stocks, it, directly impacts our interest rates when the bonds are up rates are down vice versa mm-hmm. and also through like our job market our stabilities um you know when you have uh like right now florida is one of the states that has booming jobs sure. going on right now that spurs the economy on it, we're going to see interest rates rise just because of that economy And, you know, in 2008, you know, before the crash, we had to bring the rates down artificially low in order to keep uh, people buying and keep money moving and spent. So now the feds that don't buy the bonds any longer, it's left to really what our economy is doing at this point. And so they will be rising and going up this year directly due to that. Also, we're going to see, you know, some inflation Mm -hmm. and Our rates, I believe they're going to be around the fives. You know, in 2008, they were around the six. So we are going to probably see three more increases this year. At least that's what, you know, the predictions are, whether that's a quarter, whether that's a half. I have over the course of my years seen uh, it change a point overnight. So, you know, paying attention to the opportunity that's at hand Right now, to be able to purchase a home before, you know, these uh, rates go mm-hmm. really high and or get up in, into where you can't buy the home tomorrow that you could today. You know, it's really important to pay attention, you know, to those um, indicators and, you know, get off the stick and kind of look and see what you can do. No doubt. Now, as a homeowner in the Tampa Bay area, should I feel optimistic if it's rising? It should be, it says a lot about our community, correct? Absolutely. Um, you know, we don't want to revisit the Carter days, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, I think from a historical standpoint, our interest rates are phenomenal. So when people get freaked out over, you know, something in the fours and I mean, it's like, to me, that's, uh, you know, it's sort of like a no-brainer. You've got your uh, home, which is your largest asset, typically on a very low interest rate. Um, it makes all the difference in what you can purchase if your rate was 2% lower than, you know, if it were 2% higher. So buyers can take advantage of having more due to that interest rate. Um, our appreciation levels have returned. So we don't, uh, we actually are back on track. If we look over the last 60 years of recessions, never once until 2008 was our housing market um, impacted in any way, shape, or form. So we lost 50% of values. So that has regained, and we're back on the national 3% um, appreciation annually. So we've completely recovered in our housing market, and I think that's 
you know, a phenomenal indicator that we're exactly where we should be. Awesome. We're talking to Ruth Watkins, uh, GSF Mortgage Company. What's Team Go all about? Team Go. That's a group of uh, experts, mortgage experts. Uh, my team, we um, believe in, in taking a borrower from the very beginning and including our referral partners. It's like not dropping the ball. You know mm-hmm. how you played football. You mm-hmm. got to have a team and you got to pass off. So that's what we do. And we get to the finish line quicker, that's faster. Right. We know what we need up front. Um one of the things about being a mortgage expert, which sets you apart from saying someone who's simply taking your application to start the process, is that you know, because of all of the rules and regulations, you know right away exactly what you need from that borrower and you get it and you overcome any potential obstacle that you have at that moment. And then you structure a package and it goes through, you know, really nicely and cleanly and it causes less stress for the borrower. Now, you brought up. Carter earlier, and you yes. know, we, we I won't allow it to get political in here. That's, that never, it's never good for anybody because yeah. half the people change the channel. Okay, right. so, uh, but we're we're not talking about politics. We're talking about policies. Yes, um, we're talking about Carter. Let's talk about the Trump era. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, as a business person, as a you know somebody involved in mortgages, it, what is Donald Trump doing for your business, positive or negative? Well, I think and. Again, I must say that I am not a political person. Nor am I. But I will say that I know that he had big ideas, um, <clears throat> excuse me, to come in and kill Dodd-Frank. Okay. You know, uh, obviously we were hoping from our standpoint that he would just, you know, uh, destroy it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of red tape to that involved. So, you know, from a trickle down effect, we haven't felt anything from that. What we have felt from the presidency is the expected increasing rates, which we knew were coming anyway. And especially when it flipped from Democrat to Republican, mm-hmm. you know, that's uh, it was kind of like a no brainer that the rates were going to start increasing. Well, it can't hurt that the stock market is doing what it's doing. No, that's right. It I mean, the jobs anybody. are up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a prosperous economy, you know. So you're in, you're in a mortgage company and you're you work somewhere else in the nation. Wouldn't Tampa Bay be an appealing place to come work? Because I've been here since 1990, and I uh-huh. see I've seen how it's grown and how it's still growing exponentially. And it's not it hasn't really started in some places yet. Mm-hmm. It's got to be uh, you got to be optimistic right. uh, for mortgage and where we where we're heading. Right. Um, first of all, I think it's probably the most unified American dream is to have a home. Mm-hmm. So whether you want to be in a rural area or whether you want to be in uh, subdivisions, mm-hmm. basically the, all of those opportunities are there for you with the financing allowed. Absolutely. So, you know, like I said, I bought my place in in South Tampa. Uh-huh. Good idea? Yeah, absolutely. I Exploding. So. Yes. I hope so. Yeah. I'm not trying to sell it anytime soon, but it's, it's good to know if I have to sell it. Yeah, you, no, you get I see nothing back. but I see nothing but appreciation and nothing but good going forward. Well, that's good to know. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to flip the script a little bit. Julian Barbon from uh, 
Children's Cancer Center. We're going to talk a little bit about some uh, stuff they have going on, what the Children's Cancer Center is all about, and uh, an event to help out uh, all those kids because it only takes one time to go see those kids and you're going to be you're going to be hooked. That's for sure. And it's it's more than the kids, and we'll explain that on the other end. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rhymes, and we'll be right back on the uh, Consumer Quarterback Show. This is Warwick Dunn, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. I don't get intimidated very easily, but we got the guy whose name's on the show sitting here watching me do his show, and he takes his shirt off, and he's sleeveless now, and he's flexing over there, and he's trying, he's trying to intimidate Wait, me. So, turn around. Yeah, I don't get intimidated too easy, but I'm shaking, I'm shaking right now. Uh, Ian Beckles filling in for uh, Brandon Rhymes. Uh, we talked a little mortgage. Now we're going to talk uh, about giving back and the Children's Cancer Center. Uh, I'm going to tell you what my involvement is. First of all, how are you this morning, uh, this afternoon? I'm doing great. How are you? Julian Bourbon, the assistant director. Uh, of development. And uh, there's been a few. How long have you been there? I've been there for a little over a year. Okay, I know I know it was a Steve Emanuel's the last Steve Manuel. Steve Manuel. Steve yeah. Manuel, yes, absolutely. Uh, so I, I've had involvement with the Children's Cancer Center. Uh, my former uh, co host Ron Diaz got me hooked up with them. It might have been 17 years ago. It might have been that long ago. Yeah, he's been doing a golf tournament for a us long, for 18 years A long now. time. And he had love and passion. I know I go way back to uh, like Jerry Wunsch back in the day. He used to help out uh, for the Buccaneers. And I got involved myself. Uh, I've done a couple uh, blue and white parties for the Children's Cancer Center back in the day. Uh, now I have Ian Beckles Foundation. And what we do is we go around and help some of the foundations that are doing great things for children. We helped you guys with the mural you guys have and your, and your your toy room in there. Tell, tell everybody a little bit about the Children's Cancer Center because I, I try to let people know what they do or what you guys do. It's not only about, you know, appeasing the kids. In some ways, it's almost more important for some of the some of the parents involved. Absolutely. So we've been around since 1974, and what we do is we provide immediate support for kids and their whole family. Mm-hmm. We always say when a child is diagnosed, the whole family is diagnosed. And so we have 24 support programs um, that focus our energies through emotional, financial, and educational support. And so while there's amazing organizations looking for a cure tomorrow, we're here today for their immediate support. And so um, our kids come into the center and they benefit from so many different options. Our multi-purpose room, which your foundation did the murals in, mm-hmm. is we have groups on every other Thursday night for oncology kids and all of their families where we have dinner and they get to play and have different workshops and the parents are upstairs doing these um, workshops with with therapists and mm-hmm. all of these different people that come in and help them in the situations that they're in right now. And then we do so many events on Saturdays. We have a sale program, Students Achieving Through Interactive Learning. That's a huge program for us where kids get to come and be tutored and have different workshops and um, just so many things to catch them up. You know, they, they miss so much school. They miss so many things sure. growing up. And so our whole point is to be able to bring them experiences and to just 
ease the process that they're going through. Give me give me numbers. I mean, how many kids are are you dealing with with the Children's Cancer Center or just here in the Tampa Bay area? So we're servicing in some aspect over a thousand families right now. A thousand families. A thousand families. Wow. I, see, I would have thought. Maybe 100, maybe? No, you know, we have probably over 100 kids are diagnosed each year in Tampa Bay. And a child is on treatment usually about three years. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, we're every step of the way. So some of our kids go into that bereavement aspect. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And some of our kids go into our survivorship programs. And so we take them in that aspect. We go into survivor groups with them and they come back. We kind of ease them off. So instead of coming every other Thursday, they're coming once a quarter or we have the bereavement programs. You do an event once a year for all of our bereaved families. And so in some aspect, we have over a thousand families. Well, you guys are strong because like I've been around uh, often and I've seen uh, I've seen people do charity events for a kid. And then the next time they do an event, the kid's gone. Okay, And I I remember walking in the Children's Cancer Center and uh, somebody said, well, this is, you know, uh, I guess you have a quilt of kids that have passed, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's some deep, deep, deep stuff going on. And that's, how tough is that every day dealing with that? It's got to be tough. You know, they always said that. I, when I took this job, I'll never forget, my mom was like, you can't take this job. You're such an emotional person. You'll mm-hmm. never be able to do this job. And so <laughs> it's funny because it's actually really not sad. The center is such a happy place for these kids. It's a second home for them. Mm-hmm. It's not a medical center. It's not an infusion center. It's like what they do every day. It's a place where they come and see their friends, sure. where they see their parents with other parents where they get to play and do all these experiences they'd never be able to do. And even if they didn't have cancer, we take them to Ticket Bank. They get to meet Lightning players. They get mm-hmm. to go to concerts. They get to do so many things that they wouldn't be able to do. So I always say to people, 90% of the times, it's just so happy at the center. Of course, it's sad when we lose a child. It affects all of us. We get really close to these kids and families. But mm-hmm. um, it's all about being able to bring the, everyone in our community back together sure. and just letting them know that we're here for them. And, you know, if it goes in that bereavement route, we're still here for them. So I have three kids. They're all uh, one of my kids is graduated from college. The other two are in college. So they're, they're older. And I've, I've been doing radio for 17, 18 years, something like that. And uh, out of all the years that I've been doing radio, a couple of things stick out. We did a, a golf tournament once uh, for his father and his uh, and his, his wife, and the kid was sick. Okay, and the kid was supposed to come in that day and didn't because he was mm-hmm. very sick. Mm-hmm. And I, I we had the, the father in there, and we're, I'm interviewing him, and I saw something in his eyes that I've never seen before, and it was it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was like I, I I just saw pain, you know. And I remember talking to Ron and saying, "Did you you see the pain in his eyes?" And he goes, "Yeah, man, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen." That was Monday. The kid died Wednesday, and we had the golf tournament Friday, mm-hmm. and the father showed up, and like, I remember hugging him, and I was just like, this is almost too deep for me, you know what I mean? And for what these parents go through, um, you, you can't prepare them, but you guys do the best job to try to prepare them. Exactly. So we are there so that they can get those resources that they need, and that whatever direction their child goes into, we're there either way, whether it's in bereavement or survivorship, we're there to support them. And uh, we have so many resources and so many people they can talk to and our therapists that we have and and just so many different activities that we have that can try to piece their lives back together. Now, you guys do a lot of things to raise money, obviously, because, you know, everything costs money. Um, and you guys have an event coming up here Friday, March 23rd. Um, it's at, is that, is that Top Golf, is it? It's at Top Golf, yes. Love Top Golf. Top Golf, I wish I invented it. Uh, <laughs> when I went there for the first time, I go, this is the most genius thing I've ever seen. 
14 in my it dang was. life. Amazing. <laughs> so what do you guys have going on the 23rd? So we have our Golf Madness event March 23rd. It's from 4 to 8 p.m. at Top Golf. It's such a fun event. It's more geared towards our, our, our men demographic. Um, we have women that come, but it's just such a fun afternoon where the guys get together. They have a bay of six people and they play Top Golf. We have the Sweet 16 games going on. So it's kind of a play on. Um, the basketball games and the golf aspect of it. It's all you can drink, all you can eat. We have so many different fun raffle auction items that we do throughout it. We have a silent auction. We have what we call a madness locker, which has so many different prizes, foursomes to different golf courses, hotel stays, gift cards. Um, and it's just a really fun afternoon for the guys to get out of work early on a Friday and just all have fun and, and support a great cause. Tickets, single tickets are $150. You can get a bay of six for a, for a thousand dollars, and uh, you can get. It should be a great, great day to hang out with the fellas. We don't want to not let the ladies come. The ladies can golf too. You Absolutely, know? I mean, the ladies can get in there and golf too. <laughs> now, name name some of the companies in this area that have that have supported the Children's Cancer Center through, throughout the years. Of all, all of our events, yeah. oh, we, we have such great partnerships in this Tampa Bay area. Um, our biggest sponsor is Panera Bread. The Covelli family has mm-hmm. been a tremendous support for us. We're also very close with Casper's company with McDonald's yep. and yep. AAA and Aflac. And there's just so many more micro lumen. And there's so many great companies here that we have that just support us every day. Now, you know, Panera Bread, it's a great product. Uh, I used to own the Blimpy behind Panera Bread, uh-huh. and uh, they single-handedly got me the hell out of there. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody was like, "It's going to be good for business. There's going to be more people here." But not only did they take all my customers, but all their customers were parking in my parking lot. So uh, it, it didn't work out so well. So I just kind of bailed out of there and let them take care take care of that that whole thing. So wh- where do you see Children's Cancer Center? What are some of the goals going forward? Because you know, like with my foundation, I walked through the building. And I looked and I tried to see what you guys needed, and the, the mural was needed. And did you see the playroom before? Yes, I saw photos. I was never well, seen photos. <laughs> I walked in. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you know, Lowe's. You know what's great when you when you first of all when you talk about the Children's Cancer Center, everybody feels it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to feel it. And I went to Lowe's and I said, "Hey guys, I'm trying to redo this. Come and help me." They're like, "Done." And they came in and they redid the whole thing. They had six people in there working all day long, and they love to do that kind of stuff. What other things do you guys need there at the Children's Cancer Center? Well, you know, we the renovations has been great. Obviously, we, we're pretty much almost done with that. We're actually starting our backyard renovation. Mm-hmm. That's really our last phase of, of renovating the center. And that's very important for us because we want the kids to come in and feel like it's new and modern and pretty and sure. just something where it's not a mess like the rest of everything else that's mm-hmm. going on. And so, but apart from that, you know, we always need funding for our programs. Our programs cost us a lot of money. People don't believe how much money it is to put a kid for three years through 24 different programs. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's extremely expensive. And so we're always looking for funding through that. And, and that's why we put on these great events. You know, we have four signature events a year that we put on and have these sponsorship opportunities and even attendance opportunities. It's not only a great ROI for your business and a great networking opportunity, but you're giving it back to such a great cause. So uh, Absolutely. Now you talk about 24 programs. Do the kids get to choose whatever program they want? No, so the kids get to be a part of the programs that fits their needs. So if they're on, our, okay. we have some programs that are just for sickle cell. We have some programs that mm. are just for oncology. We have some programs that are survivor family, our bereaved family, our programs for everyone. So it just kind of they fit into different categories throughout those programs. And for the parents, 
they just congregate together and they... Absolutely. We have a parents' night out program. We have different programs just for the parents as well. Beautiful. Now, I mean, if somebody wants to donate something to Children's Cancer Center, what's the best way to do it? You can go on our website, childrenscancercenter.org, or you can call me directly on, on our website. You'll find our directory, um, Julian Borbin, and, and just talk to me. Come do a tour and see what we all do. Beautiful. Well, we appreciate it. You guys have always done wonderful stuff, and I'm going to try you. to do what I can now that kind of settling down a little bit and kind of get back into the foundation and uh, do some more things to help uh, those kids out. Well, we those, kids are, those kids are awesome. They, they, they really are. All right, let's take a quick break. This is Ian Beckles sitting in for Brandon Rimes, Consumer Quarterback Show. We're going to come back, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, – we're going to freestyle a little bit. Sure. You know, you guys scared? No. No. You don't Not look scared. You don't look scared. You guys, neither one of you guys <laughs> look scared. scared. Definitely. No. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about the highest grossing films uh, of all time and uh, just talk about a lot of things going on in this world. So don't go anywhere. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rimes, Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rimes, and you're listening to The Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay, online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Ian Beckles sitting in for Brandon Rimes. He should be fine by next week. Uh, let, let's hope. Um, so I've lived in the Bay Area since 1990. How long, how long have you been here, Julia? For four years. Four years. So you're just you're, you're a newcomer. And you're, you're 89. So, not 80, yeah, 89. That's, I, we about the same time. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And he was explaining, uh, and you, I'm gonna, you're going to know exactly where it is. He was trying to explain where Children's Cancer Center, I'll tell you where it is. It's next to the old Yucatan liquor stand. You know where it's at now? <laughs> yeah. You know where it's at now, right? Yeah. So you're not old enough to know that whole nope. Yucatan liquor stand. You're not, you're not old enough for us. You haven't been around long enough. So you know how that whole thing goes. Okay. I know Brandon likes to keep things light. So uh, you guys see... Uh, Black Panther yet? I haven't gotten to see it, when but I've heard it? such great reviews. I've I've not seen it yet. I'm not really the guy that goes to you know to cinema. I don't really do that anymore. Um, I'll I'll catch it when it's on HBO or something. Yeah, uh, and but right. from what I hear, it's most people say it's good. I mean, most, um, but. It may end up being one of the highest grossing movies when it's all over. Yeah, I haven't been fortunate enough yet to see the trailer, mm-hmm. but I've heard a little bit mm-hmm. about it. So if if you're all saying that, I definitely... Well, the thing is, um, you know, there's been a lot of movies created. And for somebody to create something that hasn't been done before is hard. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, you know... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they remade Jumanji. Yeah. Is that necessary? <laughs> like, I mean, how many, there's not too much creativity going on if you remade Jumanji. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, but I, I guess it's the first black superhero. Um, you know, everybody say, well, there's been a lot of black scripts before, but not really as the main guy being a superhero and everybody around him being African American as well. Yeah. So I will, I'll go watch it eventually. Definitely. So I have a list here of the top 10 highest grossing films of all time adjusted for inflation, which is important mm-hmm. because money spent in right. 1970 is not the same as, as right. right now. Right. Number 10. Let me know if you guys have seen any of these movies and what you think of them. Snow White the Seven Dwarfs, number 10. Of course. You seen of it? Course, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if I've ever sat down and seen it, but I know it. 
It's one of those movies like everyone knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows all the characters. But I feel like a lot of those movies that came out so long ago, mm. it was not as now. There's so many movies, mm-hmm. and I feel like those movies, a lot of the top ten are probably older movies because okay. people had that one movie and everyone they watch went it over to and over. It. Yeah, they watch it over. Yeah. Now, you know, I was just I was just talking to somebody the other day, and somebody brought up Blockbuster, and I said. Can you remember when we had to leave our house uh-huh. to go pick a movie that wasn't even there? Yeah. You know, there'd be 50 of a movie. You go there and you, you, it's not even there. Now I can get any movie on my phone. That's right. And everything is right. You know, it's it's so easy for it, the youth crazy. now. It's amazing. For, yeah. for us too, actually. Very, very easy. Number nine. Uh, out of all the movies that I've ever seen pro- with Hostel. You ever seen Hostel? No. No. Don't. Okay. <laughs> don't. No, I'm serious. I, I don't get frightened much, and I, I don't get the willies. I won't watch that movie again. It, it, it was bad for me. This movie affected me probably more than any other movie, maybe because of when I saw it, but I also believe it's one of the better movies ever, The Exorcist. I'm going to write that down <laughs> so I don't see it. You, you, hostile. Don't go yeah. see it. Have you seen The Exorcist? Yes. See no, that? I know about it. But I don't want to. I can't see movies like that. I'll be scarred for life. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's not it's not really a scarring movie. The Exorcist, though, okay. it's actually very well made. I mean, the girl does some crazy stuff. Like it's a, you know, it's not somebody I want to date anytime soon. <laughs> no, but uh, it's uh, it's it's definitely an interesting movie and one of the classics from back in the day. Doctor Zhivago. Oh yeah. I don't know much about that one. No, nope, me either. I don't know. I don't uh, know much. Omar about Sharif, right? O- Omar Sharif, yeah. very very nice. Jaws. Of course. Yeah. You've seen Jaws? Of course, yeah. You would, be, would you offend, be offended if I asked your age? I'm 25. Did you dream any crickets? Do you know when I saw Jaws? <laughs> You're 25 years old. I am. Oh, he has a baby face. You're kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twice this man's age. I literally have shoes that that you yeah. know, that'll literally good for you. That's why his hair is so damn good. Yeah, right. He's, he's 25 it's years old. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah, no doubt. So at 25 years old, do you go back and watch classics? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I think on that list, there's the Titanic. It's one of my favorite movies, and I bet you it's in there. Uh, uh, it is. It's actually coming coming up. I've never watched Titanic. <laughs> You've never watched Titanic. Oh. I know how it ends. And it's like and it's like a five hour movie. Why, yeah, why bother? I'm good. I'll die at the end. It's a classic. You have to watch. Yeah, it. I know. That's not really my style. You know what I mean? Okay. I like. Um, I'm more of a violence or ignorance. You know, or something that makes me think. Okay. It has to make me think. The think. Okay. Violence, no, for me, but no violence. No. I like violence a little bit. I don't like, like sadness. I don't mind violence. No, I don't like to be sad. Yeah. Uh, violence, like I watch Scarface all day long. Yeah. That's not sad. I'm, I'm just, right. You know, no, I love that movie. Yeah. I've seen it like 50 times probably. Like I don't, like life is tough enough as it is. I don't really want to watch a movie and cry. Yeah. Say <laughs> that's, hello that's not to my, my little friend. I want to laugh. <laughs> I want to laugh or get, right. you know, adrenaline flowing or something like that. Yeah. If I had a list of my top 10 uh, funny movies, uh-huh. you would say, well, you're ignorant. <laughs> and I get it. I mean, you don't. When it comes to the comedy, it doesn't have to be deep thinking. You know what I mean? Like, but I like stuff like Silence of the Lambs and stuff like that. Make you think a little bit. Ten Commandments. I think. Have you seen Ten Commandments? No. They don't really play that stuff anymore. No. Remember, they used to play it like every year. Yeah, every year. Every, every year. year. Charlton had yeah. Party in the Sea. Yeah. You know, it, it, that was that was amazing cinematography back there in that day. It know? was. It was like they. I remember, and I'm probably aging myself, but it seems like. Gone with the Wind and uh, all those older movies, they played all the time, maybe mm-hmm. every holiday. Right. No, I think they've gone away from that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's and the I, million channels, I think. There's a lot of channels, man. You know what? I'm I'm against Netflix. Yeah? Like, I don't do it. Yeah. Everybody else like, thrives on Netflix. And 
Like I, I saw um, uh, Dave Chappelle's special on Netflix. Uh-huh. I've never been to go. I've never go to see anything else. I almost don't want to take that hit of heroin. Yeah, right. Because like I, then you'll like be. I've never done. Home. I've never done heroin. Yeah, but I know not to do it. Right. Exactly. I think that's how Netflix is with me. I know not to do that because I'm gonna be going back looking for that hit every night, and I see people watching Netflix for like six, seven, eight oh, hours yeah. straight, yeah. and I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's just on a day like you know. You just want to chill mm-hmm. and just lay there. And then if you haven't seen a series mm-hmm. and you want to binge watch it, you know, that's when it's fun. But, you, yeah, you don't want to be, like, making it an everyday routine. No. <laughs> and I don't really chill and just lay there that much. Like, yeah. I just, my my mentality doesn't do that. I pop up. Yeah. I pop up and, yeah. and do something. Got energy. Yeah. Uh, Ten Commandments, Titanic. I have not seen it. Supposedly, it's a great movie. Uh, it's just seemed very, very long to me. Uh, E.T. Oh, yeah. Never, I've never seen it. Yeah. never seen E.T.? Really? Nope. Wow. No, I'm, I have something with uh, movies that aren't realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, I like a movie that I can say, oh, that can happen. If it can't happen, I don't want to watch it. I'm kind of the same way. I like T.T. because it was a classic, but mm. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. If it's not realistic, I'm, yeah. kind of, I, I don't, I'm yeah. not into it. I never saw Star Wars. No, me either. And Star Wars came out when I was like 11. Yeah. And it's still going. Yeah. yeah it's still, I saw the it's still it's going. It's still going. It, it, pl- it had a plan for that, it, you know? Do you think? Yeah, it did. Actually, it started sort of like they were going to start it from like reverse and mm-hmm. then go back. They, they, he couldn't have planned to make that much damn money. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, there's. No, I mean, he's obviously brilliant. Yeah. Um, but there's so many offshoots of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's that, like, you know, a, a movie I said earlier, I know it. Right. I've never seen it. But right. I know all the characters. Right. I kind of know what happened. And I don't care in the same time. Yeah. It comes yeah. with all the toys, I think, and the conventions and... Things like that exposure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Star Wars conventions are the best things ever. <laughs> Don't want to be there. No, nope. yeah, but they're, no. they're the best things ever. I uh, no, I, yeah, I, I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do. Uh, Sound of Music. Gonna be honest. Yeah. Love, <laughs> love the Sound of Music. Yeah. I don't know if I haven't seen it fifty times. Yeah. It's just one of those Julie, things. That, Julie Andrews. Yeah, it's it's just one of those movies where like I'll be watching it and you'll look around and see if anybody sees you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I got a reputation, you know. Yeah. I'm watching the sound of music and I'm singing all the uh, songs and stuff like that. Uh, number two, Star Wars. Uh, I mean, an unbelievable amount of people have seen it. Uh, as far as their, uh, I, I have a Star Wars T-shirt. But I don't even like Star Wars. Yeah. So they make an unbelievable amount of money. And, uh, you know, George Lucas, I'd like to see what he's worth. What do you think George Lucas is Oh, my worth? God. It's got to be a billion uh, dollars. Yes. It's got to be a billion if she's dollars. Worth, she's worth a billion dollars. Who? Um, what's her name that did Harry Potter? So he's worth way oh, more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> it's been going a long, long time. And then uh, Gone with the Wind. Um, you seen Gone with the Wind? No, I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. You're looking at me like you don't know much about it. Brett no, Butler. Think, really? I like know what it is, but I, I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay. And that's one I think you almost got to see, I believe. Okay. Like, it's not really me, you know? But uh, you got you to gotta kind of see that one, I think. All right. Absolutely. So Gone with the Wind. And, uh, you know, like I said, right now, uh, Black Panther mm-hmm. is creeping up on some of these movies. And they're in two weeks like these movies have been around since the 60s and the 70s yeah. and Black Panther is making a lot of noise real real quick That's um, great. I wish I was people that went out to the, the cinemas I just I, I just don't like that 
atmosphere anymore. Right. Like my house is very, very convenient. Yeah, it is. You know, <laughs> it's very good. It's just 70 degrees and I don't have to mess with nobody. Uh, I don't have an old guy in front of me shooting me because I put popcorn on yeah. him or something right, like that. Right. You know what I mean? I try to stay away from all those shenanigans mm-hmm. and, and tomfoolery, you know? Yeah. Uh, but one of these days I'm going to get back out there, but probably not. As I get older, I find myself getting more particular yeah. and liking people less. So my house is really good. Yeah, <laughs> it know? is. It is. It's the most comfortable place. It is. I yeah. think I'm to the point now where I don't really leave my house to do much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I work. I go home. I sit down on the couch. I watch TV. And the, really the thing that I enjoy most is going to watch a hockey game live. That's cool. I don't want to go to a Bucks game. I don't want to go to a Rays game. The the Lightning games are so fun. They're the best. So interactive. It's They're so the best. Fun. I mean, you know where I'm from originally? No. If you think hockey, where would you think? Canada. Where in Canada? Quebec, Montreal. Got it. Wow. Don't have much choice whether I love hockey or not. Yeah, right. you don't. I actually played hockey before I played football. Oh, wow. It was pretty evident early that I sucked at it, and I, and I don't have a future, but I tried it out, and uh, and I still love I still love hockey, that's for sure. All right, we're going to come back. we got one more uh, segment, so don't go anywhere. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rimes. This is a Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back with you. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right. Last segment, Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, I I was asked to do a couple shows. I'm going to be doing one of these shows. Um, I had some food from Dats that I was going to eat in between, but uh, I'm just trying to get a little nosh in during during the breaks. You know, I'm, like, I'm used to doing you know segments and having five minute breaks. These are quick breaks, brother. They're really really quick breaks. So you guys both you, you live in Tampa? Yeah, I'm right here in South Tampa. Right here in South Tampa, myself and yourself. You poor Richie. Okay. Yeah. NPR. Yeah. So what what made you you know go, go over there? Oh, it's kind of strange because when I, I actually moved here the first time in 82 and I lived in Tampa and I loved it. And then I bought a home over in Clearwater and then I loved it over there. Mm-hmm. And then when I relocated back, uh, my job happened to be in Newport Ritchie and, you know, it was very affordable and easy to, you know, pick up a home in you that get time. A lot more land there. Yeah. A and lot it's more like, land you know, there. and I ended up. You know, staying there. And it's really a strong community. It's growing. It, 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 I mean, as far as com- the, there's a lot of people in that community that get together on a regular basis on different events, you know, so it's so heartwarming to hear about the Children's Cancer Center because 
we do the same types of things over there on a regular basis sure. where we have those fundraisers. And I'm very proud of that community. Good for you. I've been a South Tampa guy from way, way back in 1990 when I was a rookie for the Bucks. I, I lived at the Cove on Gandhi. Yeah. I mean, that's way, way back. Uh, I live in South Tampa now just off of uh, like McDill and Gandhi. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get close to Bayshore so I can walk on Bayshore and right. take your bike and stuff. That's beautiful. Um, and also, you know, my thing is, you know, my brand is Dignitary and what we do is marketing and and we're really dealing with a lot of restaurants in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're sending influencers over to the restaurants and getting them hip to what's going on and them giving some social media love. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I got started off in sports and did sports radio and played for the Bucks. And now I'm doing radio. But foot, no, food is kind of my thing. Uh-huh. You know? Fair and. Food. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'd like them to, and this is real, real talk. Um, they got to find another word for me, because I hear people say they're foodies, and I'm like, no, you're not, not, yeah. not, not like this. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like the guy that says to me, "Oh, I was a hell of a high school football player. If I didn't get hurt, I'd have played in the NFL." Slow your roll, brother. Yeah. Okay, there's a, there's a, long, a lot that has to happen right. between high school and the NFL for you to make it. Yeah. Okay, so I have people say, I'm a foodie, yeah, and then they're going, you know, they're eating at IHOP. Yeah. Okay, not to knock IHOP. Right. But, eh, yeah. yeah. That's not a foodie. <laughs> that's not really a foodie place. Um so, what are some of your favorite places to eat in the Bay Area? Well, you know, I have to say I'm actually a big foodie person myself. I Good grew up you. in France, so I'm... Wow. Je parle français. Je parle français. Oui, okay. So, I'm really big into food in Europe. That's what your life revolves around food, I think, nope. compared to here. Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, so, I'm a big foodie. So, my favorite places, God, I love every place. I'm really a big mom and pop kind of restaurant person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love all types of food. So, I don't know. I, I go everywhere in South Tampa. And I try as much as I can every restaurant. You have I love to. to try it all. You have to. I'm going to give you guys... Uh, a, a heads up. Daily Dose is a new place that opened up on Gandhi. Okay. And uh, the, the the chef used to be at Timpano, mm-hmm. which is great food. I love Timpano. And then he went to Cask, and he's still at Cask. Okay. And he opened up this breakfast joint on Gandhi. It's called Daily Dose. Okay. Food is exceptional. Wow. He's a, he's a brother from Canada, from Montreal, so I'm kind of biased. <laughs> but when, you, when I walked into the place, I didn't even know he owned it. And then I found out that he, he was the owner, and I, and I had the food, and it just it, it blew me away. Absolutely blew me I'll away. I'll have to try them. Absolutely. I never go down to Gandhi. It's like one of those things, you know, South Tampa is so small. Yeah. But if you go for more than like five minutes driving, you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not going there. Yeah, and no, it's different. Like, it, it, cha- it changes. <laughs> like when you go south of Gandhi, everything changes. Yeah. yeah. It, it really does. <laughs> yeah, the, real estate-wise, it must change yeah. drastically. Yeah. Although it's kind of morphing over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like the Hyde Park area, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how, you know, but I mean, they have some, you know, really cool older homes that mm-hmm. people have went in and redid, and it's such a, a great feel, you know, down there. Absolutely. And I live where I live, we have, you know, the the whole Dats group uh-huh. with, with Rue and Doe. Yeah. Uh, they have amazing, uh, all their products are amazing. Actually, Suzanne, Suzanne Perry, who I'm good with, uh, is opening up a restaurant with Dr. Barbecue in St. Petersburg, who I do a show with. I do a show on uh, the Bow 1025 on Saturday with Ray Lampy. It's called Flavor. So we just talk about food. Food. So, mm-hmm. we, so when somebody tells me they're foodie, that's, cr- that's great. But I'm living it, though. Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, I, I love to cook. I love everything about it. I want to have a nice knife. Like, you know, it's, it's a, vis- yeah, it's a visual mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, are any of you guys grillers? Uh, not particularly. No? I don't cook. It's you so don't, bad. You don't cook? 
Oh, man. I eat out yeah? lunch and dinner every okay. day. Yeah. That's not the worst thing. That's kind of expensive, though. It's expensive. It could be expensive. But I love it. I want to try all these different foods. And if I know mm-hmm. if I try to make it, it's going to taste like crap. So mm-hmm. I just, I'm not even going to try it. No, I, go to Noble Crust. Mm. Okay. You been? No, I've never been. I've heard of it. I've never you, been. You're not in, you've been in Noble Crust? Yeah, she's nodding like, she's like, yeah, yeah Noble Crust. <laughs> Noble Crust food is ama- amazing. And he signed off on it as well. That's that's on, on 4th Street over there. Um, and there's so many restaurants popping up now there is. in the so Tampa many. area. It's it's, crazy. Like when I got here in 1990, you would drive down Boy Scout over there by the, the airport. And there used to be, I'm trying to think what was on that road. Nothing. There wasn't not no. one restaurant. No. And now there's restaurants everywhere. It used to be just Burns. Mm-hmm. A steakhouse, yeah. just Burns. Now there's Burns, Fleming's, Charlie's, oh, yeah. Council Oak. lots of choices. Oh, I mean, and, and they're top-notch restaurants. And yeah. that's what's so great about uh, the Tampa Bay area. When I first got here, we were a lesser city. Yes. There's no doubt. Like, there wasn't many events. We didn't know it, though. No, we didn't know it. Huh. There wasn't a lot of events. There wasn't a lot of different choices. Now there's almost too many choices. There's too many. Every weekend, there's festivals and all kind of crazy things going on. Speaking of festivals, I, I have to give myself a plug. Uh, April 21st, we're doing uh, our first Dignitary event, which is going to be Flavor of Tampa Bay. It's going to be at uh, the, the uh, Cheval Gunch Country Club. It's going to be on the driving range. Uh, we have about 12 local uh, bands out there. Uh, we got a bunch of restaurants. Uh, we have a VIP, Tito's VIP lounge in there, and it's going to be a free festival. It's going to be a free festival. People will come out. How do I get in the VIP lounge? <laughs> it's very easy. Stroke a check for $150. You, you can sit in there all day long and drink Tito's all and day eat long. until your heart's content. Sounds there good. you go. So uh, April 21st, uh, we are sponsored by True Leave. Anybody know anything about True Leave? Mm-mm. It's the tea. True Leave the tea? No, True Leave is the uh, it's it's the medical marijuana company. It's oh, the biggest one in the area. Different kind of tea. True, yeah, yeah it's a different tea. <laughs> yeah, True True Leave. So they can be a tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, they're going to be our major sponsor, uh, and we're going to be outside having a good time. It's from noon uh, till ten p.m. So you, just even if you're in the Cheval area, you want to bring your kids out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be, like I said, it's free. Come and hang out a little bit and see some cool people and, and eat some wonderful food. Everything's local. See, that's what I'm, I'm, I meet up with so many people that striving business people that have great products that are local. Uh-huh. Those are the kind of people I want to try yeah. to help. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it, it, there's something different. Uh, there is a connection mm-hmm. when you're in your community. I mean, you don't have to be related by blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you relate to the things around you. And then when you find out how much reward that you get from getting to know those sure. people in your community mm-hmm. and you're like-minded I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah. And, you know, it's sometimes it's not always about money. It's about, you know, you know, just relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a lot of relationships with a lot of people in this area. I've been here for a long time. I've tried not to screw many people. Okay. Yeah. I just, that doesn't go over well. Not good karma. Uh, no. and then, not just not good karma. Just like I've been in this area for a long time and I've seen some of the same names come up and I just roll my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like that name is still coming up. Like that terrible name is still coming up. Yeah. And there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of, you know, it's a tough time. So a lot of people do a lot of funky, shady things. Mm-hmm. And you just got to watch out who you deal with right. these days. You That's know, true. so you got to link yourself up with um, genuine people mm-hmm. uh, with, with good hearts mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, try to do some good things for our community. So I definitely want to get your business card um, and 
we're, we're now getting the, the foundation back ramped up. And uh, I, to me, that was one of the more fulfilling things I did to go there and see the kids playing in that playroom. Yeah. Because they didn't really go in it before. It was an eyesore. No, it was and they, horrible. And it's now like they're in there and they're yeah. chilling, they're hanging out, having a good time. And, uh, you know, once again, thank you to people at Lowe's for helping out for that as well. So uh, I'd like to get definitely involved more. That's for sure. We'd love to have you. You know, it's. It's a life-changing experience when you come in there and see these yeah, kids. It's different, man. It's just because we're, we're so blessed. I, I've, I've told the story many times. The, the time I got touched the most is when you guys have that annual uh, meeting and they had parents up there talking. And I was, I mean, I'm not a big crier. But oh, yeah. I, I would mean, cry. The guy, one, one guy told a story about how he knew his kid was going to have Down syndrome, had the kid anyways, found out the kid got, had cancer at two, and then found out the kid was diabetic at three. Oh, and then I, then I was like, okay, what were we complaining about again? Yeah. yeah. I forgot what I was complaining about again. Yeah. yeah. We're in South Tampa complaining that our, t- our kids didn't get the right courses yeah. and, you know, our kids didn't get a chance to get those shoes and stuff. You got to check yourself. And it's, yeah. definitely, yeah. it's definitely a reality check. Yeah. And how do people get in touch with you? Uh, they can easily go to TeamGoLoans.com. TeamGoLoans. TeamGoLoans.com. Absolutely. And we can get you started that way. Perfect. And yourself? And ChildrensCancerCenter.org. Look for my name, Julian Borbin. Julian Borbin. It's good to meet you both. Thank you so much. I'm, for sure, I'm sure we'll cross paths again. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for Brandon Rice for letting me sit in. Uh, Ian Beckles, if you guys want to get in contact with me, maybe you want to be part of the event, uh, you can contact me social media at Ian Beckles, I-A-N-B-E-C-K-L-E-S. Everybody have a wonderful day, and please be safe. Peace out. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rimes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show. Weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz.